welcome back to another episode of Quick Bits, where we talk about the top news stories of the day, what's going on in this country and around the world, and how we can look through God's Word to help navigate through these issues and the things that are going on in this life and have hope and peace. So today in this episode, it is a continue of the last episode where the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So um, it's kind of it's going to be a part two of that. We're going to continue on with that thought and that idea um, with the kingdom of heaven and what it's going to be like. But before I get started, I do have another news article. Just kind of get perspective of, you know, things kind of going on around here. It's nothing major or big, but it's about hurricane. Interesting enough, we are in hurricane season. So this is from, um, what is this, NBC News? Yeah, this article is from NBC News. Um, it says Southern California to experience its closest br- closest brush with a hurricane in 25 years. Man, that's crazy to think. Well, because most of them are coming up to the Gulf and hitting Texas or mainly Louisiana. Boy, they've been getting their brunt for the past what 10, 15 years, something like that. So while wow, it's it's gonna brush California, it's not gonna make landfall, but it's gonna brush. So they have called it Hurricane. K K A Y. Hurricane K is traveling north parallel to Baja, California. It's expected to bring heavy rain and flooding to Southern California, but won't make landfall in the U.S. So it's not going to touch ground there, but they are going to experience some some stuff, some rain, some wind, kind of a little bit of flooding. So here we go. Um, Western states sweltering under intense heat wave may soon see heavy rain and threats of flooding as Hurricane K travels north over the Pacific Ocean. Boy, just kind of reading that there just makes you think anything that happens, uh, if it's rain, flooding, or whatever, it's just like it's the it's the the worst thing ever. Man, there's been heat waves going on for I don't know years, hundred years or better. I mean, my stars. It's like this is something new to them—an intense heat wave. They've we all have intense heat wave, especially if you're, you know, in the southern parts, my stars. And now flooding, I mean, they had flooding several years ago. They didn't make a big deal out of it then. I mean, it was a big deal, but not like in a, it's an emergency here. Man alive. But okay, that's my rant for the day. Uh, moving forward, uh, this is Kay, whose wind strength to hurricane level on Monday is traveling parallel to Baja, California. Mexico at 15 miles per hour. That's the that's the maintained speed is at 15. Ooh, better watch out. Its maximum sustained wind speed hover around 85 miles an hour, according to the National Hurricane Center. That's the top speed, but it's not maintaining that all the time. It's like driving your car down the road. My stars. Anyways, hurricanes are terrible. Don't. I'm not taking light of it. I digress. Um. Uh, let's see. It says K Center is expected to move over or near the west central coast of Baja California Peninsula on Thursday evening, then near the northwest coast of Peninsula on Friday. And this is what they said. Um, it's not going to hit. It's, it's a. It's not going to hit directly hit the mainland U.S. But forecast spring winds, heavy rainfall, and flash flooding to Southern California and so- southwestern Arizona on Friday. Wow, it's going to hit Arizona. That's going to be like a big swath there. That's going to be coming around, I guess. Um, but, I mean, don't you think? They've had the fires and everything going on there. Maybe that's in North California. But maybe they'll get some of that rain and help put some of this stuff out. I mean, who knows? This could be beneficial to them. Or not. I don't know. Just kind of my brain thinking here. 
Um, it says K is expected to drop two to four inches of rain in Southern California and one to two inches on Southwest Arizona. And the deluge may last through Sunday. Southern California could be could see gusty, strong east winds. The National Weather Service San Diego office said, and they continue to go on, but I'm not going to read all that because it's just technical kind of stuff there. But this is just to give you an example of what's going on and the things that we should be paying attention to that I don't know. I don't know the thoughts of God, the mind of God, and what he's doing. But some of this stuff could be trying to get our attention i mean look at california it's like always burning it seems like it's like there's something always going on in california man i don't see how people can stay there but moving on from that transitioning into what what we have hope for if we would pay attention to the coming of the lord and his kingdom if we'd be being prepared for that none of that stuff really matters I mean, honestly, if we're being prepared for that, our focus should be on the kingdom of heaven, heaven and, and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ returning. The rest of the stuff is just in the details, as somebody has told me before. So, this is the example of Christ's kingdom and what it c- could be like. These are just a few examples. There's probably, like, tons of examples, but I have a few here. So, let's kind of look at them right meow. So, let's start in Matthew 16:28 and it says here verily I say unto you there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the son of man coming in his kingdom so that's the return of Jesus coming in the clouds and then we'll we'll be taking it with him so some of us if we live long enough if we endure to the end as he says endure to the end we won't see death we won't even taste it we won't even experience that part of it how wonderful would that be and that is us being prepared and paying attention and we should always have our eyes focused on that all right moving on here let's go to luke 22:30 luke 22:30 see if i can't find luke 2230. Noob too far. Oh, I finally found Luke. Alright. Let's see. Almost there. Bear with me. 2230 says that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. How wonderful would that be? Sitting at his table. And eating. Because he said you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. That's going to be awesome. Man, could you imagine that feast? It's a feast. It's just a food. And I know some of you that are listening enjoy food. So there you go. I mean, that right there, isn't that an incentive for you? To be watching and to be prepared. And to know that you are saved. Food. That says it. Anyways, moving on. Um, where am I at? Luke 22. Oh, let's look at same book. Luke 23, 42. 23, 42. What is pages like to stick? Um, 42 says, um, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. 
Um, that's kind of that's I think that's reference to the um, um, the uh, uh, thief on the cross, you know, when they're all hung up there, and that he was, um, you know, just asking to remember him. And of course, Jesus told him, "You will enter. You will be with me in the in my kingdom." I mean, you're gonna. He's taking him with him. I mean, he was acknowledging who Jesus was. He he knew. I mean, he knew that Jesus wasn't meant to be up there. He knew how powerful and great he had to have. Why would he ask that? Let's see. Um, what else do I got with that? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's go to John. John's always good. John eighteen thirty six. Eighteen. Ooh, too far. Eighteen thirty six. I think I need another pair of hands. Sometimes. Let's see. 1836 says, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now is my kingdom not from hence. Plain as day, he's telling you that this is not his kingdom. His kingdom is um, is in heaven. That's where he will be. That's where he rules. That's where he's at. He is on the right hand of God. This is not. This is not our home. We're we should be looking forward to being in heaven, looking for that day when when Jesus, when Christ does return in the clouds. It's going to be an amazing and wonderful day if we can witness and if we can last long enough. I mean, persevere to the not last, but persevere, push forward, fight to the end. And I know it's going to be it's going to be difficult because Satan is always there trying to knock you down. But we have his word. If you are saved, he dwells within us. And if we would be listening to the Holy Spirit, what he has to say to us, what he tells us, we can fight that off. And we can use scripture against Satan because he's he's going to use it against us because look what he done to Jesus. He was throwing scripture at him. But boy, Jesus knew that and he got him right back. And if we would do the same, we can overcome that. Now let's move forward and actually look at the kingdom. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I actually have one more verse before I move forward. I got another section. But one more. We're going to go to Revelation 17, 14. That's in the back of the book. In the back. Revelation, let's see, 17, 14 says. Um, let's see if I got this right. Uh, these shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of Lord and King of Kings, and they that are with him are called the chosen and f- and faithful. So there you go. He is Lord of Lord, King of Kings, and his kingdom. If you see King is in kingdom. Anyways, I digress. Let's moving on. Now let's look at the kingdom of heaven itself. And that we should be being prepared, as I keep saying, this what this whole point about is just being prepared to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I mean, what a glorious day that's going to be. It's, it's kind of exciting, you know, because you, you really don't know because we have these examples from, from John and, 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 and everything. Um, but we really, we really just, we really don't know. And um, it's, it's just kind of exciting in that anticipation what's, what's coming before us. And just, man, being in standing and face to face to Jesus. How how amazing that's going to be. The creator of all. The one that gives us life. The one that sacrificed for us. Man, I can't s- express that enough. But, okay, continuing on. 
with our with our thoughts here. The kingdom of heaven itself. Uh, let's look at. Oh, we're gonna go back to Matthew. So everybody, let's go back to Matthew. Matthew thirteen twenty four. Now these, this is going to be the examples of kind of like what the kingdom of heaven is, the kingdom of heaven is going to be like. So here we go. Thirteen twenty four says, and another parable put he forth unto them, saying, "This is Jesus speaking. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field." So that's that's that's, it's good. I mean that right there says it all. That it is. Good man, there's not going to be any. Wow, there's not going to be any evil. You ain't going to worry about somebody coming after you. I mean, look at us now. It seems like every time we turn around, there's somebody getting murdered or somebody being kidnapped. Or you don't have to worry about none of that. We're going to be safe in in his in his kingdom. Let's see. I don't want to draw this out too long, so let's move forward. Um, in the same chapter. Um, look at verse 31. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. It's going to be because that mustard seed is it's it's so, man, it's tiny. I actually have one somewhere. It's so small, and when it grows up, it's in this huge tree. It's huge. And and, and, and heaven's going to be like that. It's just going to be so grand. It's It's going to be so beautiful, so huge. It's going to be overwhelming. I'm pretty sure we're just not going to be able to fathom when we when we first see it and we get there. It's going to be amazing. That's all I keep saying. Amazing. Um, let's look at verse 44 again. The kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which, when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Man, he found that, and he gave up everything for it. When you when you get saved and you accept Jesus as your personal savior, you give up you give up everything for him because he gave up his life for you. But you want to. It's not like oh I have to do this now because he died. No, it's because you want to because you recognize the love that he has for you, and what he done for you on the cross. And this man, I mean, he found that, and he and he hid it in his heart. And then he went and sold everything he had to buy this field. He was willing to give up everything. Are you willing to give up everything for Jesus? It's a good question. Let's look at um, verse 47 in the same chapter. 47, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind. Key word on there, every kind. Christ Jesus, he died for all. Not some, not a few, not these people over here, those people over there, for everybody. Not black, white, green, purple, turquoise, for all. And he, and he, and he takes all of us, as we are. There you go. Uh, let's see. Now we're going to go to, we're still in Matthew, chapter 20 in verse 1. Chapter 20. In verse 1, here we go. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. That's something that we should be doing. We should be going out and talking to people, um, witnessing to people, being that example to others and how Jesus is and how he's affected you in your life. I mean, he should be living through us and people should be seeing him, not us. 
and, and you know we're we're laborers out there and it's it's difficult right now um we're in that stage i guess you know um, the harvest has i guess come through now we're in that was that the gleaning stage where we're where we're looking under every leaf trying to find that one you know we're turning we are turning over new leaf <laughs> i guess you could say um to find that one and it is difficult right now because people just do not want to hear the truth anymore people have gone cold and hard but there are still people out there who are willing to receive it and that is our job to go out there and present that the gospel to those uh let's look at chapter 22 in verse 2 22 in verse 2 it says the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son we are the bride and Jesus is the bridegroom, and he's getting prepared. We should be getting prepared to meet him. He is getting prepared to meet us, and that's what we should be doing, focusing on that and the kingdom of heaven, man. That's the whole point. And let's look at one more. Chapter 25 and verse, verse 1, simple as that. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. We all know that story. Some was prepared and some was not. So when he does return, we should be prepared. Because in that story, there were ten virgins. Five brought their oil and five did not. So when the bridegroom, when he came... There was five that was prepared that went with them. The other five didn't because they were not prepared. And we should be prepared. We should be ready. We should be waiting. We should be paying attention to the things that are around us, um, what's going on. But not focus on the devastation, but just realize how close it is. And that any moment, I'm saying at any moment, Jesus can return. And the only way, I want to leave off on this, and the only way to get in to... to to the kingdom of heaven is through Jesus. And the only way to do that is to know that you are saved. So let's look at that. I just want to help to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know. And I want to give you some scripture. I know I gave you uh, and the idea of it last, last time, but I actually want to give you the scripture that might help if some people are still not sure. So this is in Romans. 3.10. As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. None of us are righteous. You can think that you are full of righteous, but none of us are. And um, verse number 23 in that same chapter, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all come short. We're not worthy. We've come short. We can never reach that. We can never reach it. We can never be righteous enough because of our sin. We, we have sinned. Let's see. Um, also, wherefore, as by one man sinneth, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. This is in uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 12. We were born into sin. As soon as you were born, coming to this world, you were born automatically into sin. Because babies do it all the time. They always be lying to you, telling something's bad's going on. And as soon as you pick them up, they're just smiling and sunshining at you. So, I mean, we've all we've all sinned because of by one man, because of what 
Adam and Eve done, what, he, what, what Adam done in the very beginning set us up for failure. So we automatically, automatically sinned as soon as we were born. But here in chapter 5, let's look at verse 8. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, he loved us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his son for us, even though we are not worthy of it. said earlier that we have no righteous none. None of us are righteous. None. And in chapter 6 in Romans, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death. So there you go. Our sins have a debt to be paid, and that is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, Christ Jesus, he died for us, and that debt was paid. Moving on, we're, we're getting close here. And then chapter 10 and verse 9 and 10 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It starts with the heart. That's where everything comes from is with the heart in man. And then in uh, chapter 10 and verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So that's, that's it. I wanted to give you scripture, something to back up what I said last week. I just wanted to put that idea in your head. And now there you go. There, there, that's it. That's why. That's why we do what we do because of what Jesus done for us on the cross. And that now we have that, that, um, you know, eternal life. We have that, we have that, it's like second life. We're getting a new chance. We're getting a new life because of what Jesus done for us on the cross. That's what's so important to me because I know what he done for me. So, always be paying attention, be ready, be prepared, I'm going to leave it there. Grace be to you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ.